Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Hi guys, welcome to Always Hungry from iHeartRadio. My name is Bobby Flay, and I'm here with my daughter and co-host. I'm Sophie Flay. And on Always Hungry, Sophie and I gather around my stove to cook together. Well, you cook, I ask the questions and eat the food. If there's any food left, we come to the table together to share a meal, connect as a family, and tell the stories that matter to us. We had a lot of chocolate here. Yeah, because we're talking about chocolate. Ooh! So we're making brownies. We're making, actually, Stephanie Banyas is... Um, very fudgy brownie recipe. I, I love this recipe. So Stephanie was my colleague for... My whole life. Um, seriously? <laughs> yeah. 25 years? Yeah. I mean, I don't even know. Yeah. Maybe longer. Um, but she has left to go live in Montana. We won't, we won't give her exact location. <laughs> we don't want people rushing her for her brownies. Stalking brownie, her for her, her brownies. brownies. Yeah. But um, she's now living in uh, a cool place in Montana and loving her life. But... She left behind her brownie recipe. Thank God. So we have some bittersweet and we have some unsweetened chocolate. And, you know, there's a lot of fancy chocolate recipes. Uh, I'm using 
I'm making brownies. So it tells you everything about my chocolate, chocolate workability. Right. Okay. Wait. You've got something going on over the, on the stove here. Yeah. So we have butter and the two chocolates, and we're gonna melt them. This is it. This is in a um, a double boiler. So it's a it's a pan on top of a pot that has some some steaming water on top of it. This is like the best way to melt chocolate. Right. This is the best way to melt chocolate because it um it uh, it won't sort of separate the chocolate. What'd you just put on top of the butter this and chocolate? Is, this is uh, espresso powder. This is instant espresso powder. One of the things that you'll see in a lot of recipes, especially like chocolate recipes, brownie recipes, is espresso, instant espresso. It just brings out the flavor of the chocolate. Mm. It's got a great affinity for it. Cool. That part I know. <laughs> All right, so we're going to let the butter and the two chocolates and the espresso powder melt. Okay. And then in, a, in another bowl, we have some sugar and some brown sugar. Don't forget, the chocolates we're using are basically have no sugar in them. And then a couple of teaspoons of vanilla. How many eggs? Four. Whole eggs? Mm -hmm. Four whole eggs. This is a really good brownie recipe. I mean, this is not a cakey brownie. This is a fudgy brownie. I like that. Yeah. It tastes like chocolate, which is like one of the things I want to talk to you about when it comes to chocolate, because how do you feel about chocolate? It's very important to me. Really? Yeah, I love chocolate. When you, when you look at a bar of chocolate and you reverse the process of where it came from, mm -hmm. you would never believe that that was going was gonna to look like. Right. So it starts with this fruit called the cacao plant. Mm -hmm. And then inside the cacao plant, there are seeds that are like, they look like they're covered in some, like, uh, some white glaze of some sort, you know? And, um, you know, basically what you do is you take the seeds out and then you ferment them and then you roast them and then you crack them and then you separate them from, you know, from the, uh, from the nibs. And then you take the nibs of the chocolate and then you crunch them. Right. You crush them into, into basically into, into chocolate. And, um, you know, the cocoa bean is cut, is, is, it's like half cocoa butter, half, um, Cocoa butter, cocoa powder. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, so then, like, then there's different grades of chocolate in terms of, like, sweetness, et cetera. You know, you start with milk chocolate, and that has, like, either powdered milk or liquid milk or condensed milk in it. You know, it's, it's, more, it's the sweetest of, of them right. all, of course. And then there's dark chocolate, and it's based on, you know, it's a very high percentage of cocoa um, and fat content is, the, uh, is used, for, you know, from, from the cocoa butter. And then white chocolate really isn't classically chocolate at all. It's basically sugar, milk, and cocoa butter. Mm. And then, have you seen this ruby chocolate lately? No. Yeah, it's made from a um, from a from a ruby co uh, cocoa bean, and it's got like this kind of like ruby color. Ruby. Yeah, ruby chocolate, and it's got like kind of a sweet and sour flavor to it. It's really beautiful. You you could find it. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's like pink almost. Yeah. So basically, the process is you take the cocoa pods, you crack it open. Um, I mean, you, you take the cocoa bean, you crack it open, you get the pods. It's like these fruits, you know, the seeds, these seeds inside. Mm -hmm. You ferment them. Then you, sh you, t you separate the shells from the, co from the cocoa nibs. Then you grind the cocoa nibs into this, you know, chocolate. And you temper the chocolate. Then you add sugar. And then it's like semi-sweet, bittersweet. It all depends on how much sugar versus the right. versus the cocoa but like when you look at a cocoa bean you would never think that you'd get like a chocolate bar out of it at right. some point it's insane it's totally nuts um so what are some of your favorite chocolate things to eat 
some of my favorite chocolate things. Yeah. Uh, well, this is now one of them. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, you know my favorite chocolates. I do? Yeah. That, that you always give me for Christmas. Rocher? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So those have, ha- they're hazelnuts, right? Yep. It's <clears throat> hazelnuts and chocolate. Yeah, it's like a Nutella piece of chocolate, oh my basically. God. My fa- those are my favorite. But I love a chocolate cake. See, I don't, I, I, have, a, I, have, a, I have a kind of a, 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 like a love and hate thing about chocolate. Let me tell you about this. What? If you talk to chocolate aficionados, they will tell you that dark chocolate is the only chocolate. Wrong. What do you mean wrong? In my opinion. Well, I mean, I'm, get, I'm getting to that. Yeah. You know, people who are really like, you know, true chocolate aficionados really yeah. believe that, you know, it, for chocolate to have quality, it has to be very dark, deep, bitter chocolate. Okay. And, I, and, and coffee drinkers say the same thing. I say no. I want, I want to enjoy what I'm eating. Yeah, agreed. And a lot of times you'll like... I'll eat chocolate that's so dark and bitter, and I'm like, I don't even like this. No, exactly. But but also like, um, I feel the same thing about coffee. You know, you go Me too. You, you go to some coffee shop, and yeah. it's like, you know, they have these most exotic beans, and they, and they roast them in a certain way, and on and on and on. Or and they're like, they're brewed for a really long time. Like I don't like that. And and it's just like it does. It's not satisfying. No. So, you know, maybe I'm just like a wuss when it comes to like chocolate and coffee, but I just, I don't, I, I, no. I want, I want a pleasurable experience. I agree. And like, if I'm eating, if I'm eating like a piece of chocolate that has like caramel, like a caramel piece yeah. of chocolate, then I can, I can do the dark chocolate because I right. think it, it's a nice balance. But if it's just a plain piece of chocolate, like I'm, it's milk. Yeah. So, but that, but like chocolate purists will tell you that we're not right, but that's okay. That's fine. We have, the, we have the white sugar, the brown sugar, and some eggs and some vanilla. Salt. Nice. I'm just gonna melt this. And then we're gonna get a uh, baking pan with some uh, parchment paper. You're using chocolate bars for this instead of to- chocolate chips. Does that matter? It doesn't really matter, because you're gonna melt it anyway. Do you make brownie Sophie? No, actually, I'm not really that big of a brownie fan. Why? Because usually it's too... Cakey. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm liking the sound of these brownies. This is like the extent of my chocolate work. <laughs> really good. <laughs> I mean, you know, I can, like, I, I like making, like, those molten chocolate cakes. Yeah. Where they, you know who invented that? Who? John George. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember when it first came out, we were like... Mason Grill had just opened, he was doing it at, at JoJo. Mason Grill and JoJo opened the same year. It was mm-hmm. the year like nothing opened in New York. It was, we're in the middle of a recession. So mm-hmm. Mason Grill opened and JoJo opened. And we got, the two of those two restaurants got a lot of attention in the media because no, nothing else opened. And he came out with this chocolate cake. And I told my pastry chef at the time, Wayne Brackman. Remember Wayne? Yeah. I was like, we have to do our, the Mason Grill version of this cake. So we made like an ancho chili chocolate mm. version of it. it was so good yeah ready let's go give me a vacation, vacation. give me a golf course let's get a water sport can i get excursions 
for chill vibes. Beach How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. If I'm going to eat something chocolate... I want it to taste like chocolate. Okay. Well, yeah. So, like, sometimes. But what do you mean? Like, a lot of chocolate ice cream doesn't taste like chocolate. It tastes very diluted. Oh. It's almost like vanilla that's kind of has like a, a brownish color to mm-hmm. it. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't taste like chocolate. Yeah. So, like, I want, like, when I eat gelato, I want a dark chocolate gelato. Mm-hmm. Now, that said, there's a lot of sugar in there. And, you know, there's, you know, there's, you know, cream, et cetera. So it's sort of chilling out the bitterness of it all. But the deep, rich flavor of the chocolate is what I'm looking for. Right. There was a place, a steakhouse. I'm not even sure if they're, st- if they're still there, but it was called the Strip House. 
on uh, 12th Street. And you remember this place? Yeah, I do. They had a, they had a chocolate layer cake there. It had 4,000 layers. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And I tried to get my pastry chef to make it. It never really got to the point where I was completely satisfied with it. I mean, we, we, we got, like, we you just couldn't make enough layers of it. But it was so, so good, but it had, like, that deep, rich chocolate flavor. Mm-hmm. I mean, also, like, when, I, when I'm eating, like, hot chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to taste good quality cocoa powder. Rich. And I want it to taste, yes, I want it to be, like, basically, like, liquid chocolate. Yeah, I agree. But I also, oh, is there a dog in here? <laughs> Wait, did Nacho bring home a friend? Wait, you know what's interesting is there was a meme that was going around during the holidays that was like, like if you make hot chocolate with like hot chocolate with water, if you're making hot chocolate with water, like you should be locked up or something like that. Right. Like, no, you have to make it with milk. Yeah, I made so I make mine with milk. Christina wants oat milk. Hmm. It works. Is it good? I don't know. <laughs> you wouldn't know. But you know what I really loved when I was younger was um, chocolate mousse. I was going to talk to you about that. Were you? Oh, my so, God. I loved chocolate mousse. Alex Guanaschelli and I talk about this all the time. She lived in a building in New York City where a friend of mine lived when we were teenagers. We didn't know each other then. Oh. And I remember going to that, this, my friend's house we had, there was like a bunch of kids there and I made chocolate mousse. I was like 17 years old. What? Yeah. And um, chocolate mousse, again, you're right. Like you need a deep rich chocolate because you're going to put cream and egg whites in it. It's got to fight through all that fat richness. Yeah. But if you don't use a, a, you know, a good quality deep dark chocolate, then you can't taste it. Right. Then it just tastes like whipped cream. Right. No, I love chocolate mousse so much. How about chocolate cream pie? Yeah. So do you like chocolate pudding? Nah, I like homemade chocolate pudding. Well, what do you think I was talking about? Well, most people don't make their own homemade chocolate pudding. Buy chocolate pudding. So, like, I feel like I used to have like chocolate pudding, like store bought chocolate pudding, put in like my lunchbox. So we have some. So we it's called bundino. Uh, pudding is 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 bundino in Italian. Mm-hmm. So we have we have a chocolate bundino at Amalfi, and when we were when we were making like you know. I wanted this on the menu, and while we were making it, I had my pastry chef make it like 35 times mm-hmm. because it just not it was not getting enough chocolate flavor. And she kept saying to me, "Like you have to be kidding me." I'm like, "No, when you stick your fork, when you stick your spoon in this thing, I want you to like close your eyes and taste chocolate mm-hmm. in the most incredible way." Yeah, and I think that that's really important. A lot of times, people miss that. Like, it's almost like they think chocolate's going to take care of itself. Right, but it doesn't. Um, same thing with gelato and. Sorbet. Yeah, I like chocolate sorbet a lot. It's one of my favorite things, but it's got again, it's got to have have a deep richness. Rich, for it. yeah. See, the butter and the chocolate are making this beautiful melted goodness, and you know, you do it over a double boiler so that so that so that the melting process is gentle. Right. If you did this right in the pan, it's a chance it would break or like burn. Yeah. Scorch the chocolate. Right. Okay. So we're going to pour the chocolate into the, um, the sugar and egg mixture. Add half the flour. Then the other half of the flour. What is that, semi-sweet chocolate? Yep. So basically we're using three kinds of chocolate. Unsweetened, bittersweet, and then some semi-sweet chocolate that we're going to use 
Um, we're just gonna cut it into cut into shards and then fold it into the chocolate batter. And that's the brownie batter. And then 350 degrees, 25 minutes. And then you have to let them cool for like four hours. Oh. Because it's really dense chocolate yeah. you want it to set. You have a parchment wow. paper lined baking dish. And we want to smooth it out so that it's even, mm -hmm. bakes evenly. Pretty easy, huh? Yeah, definitely. I've never made brownies like this. Yeah. And you get some vanilla gelato. <laughs> yeah, okay. Make brownie Sundays. There you go. Put some nuts on these people. Who says go. you can't bake? A lot of people. <laughs> Put it in the episode. Okay. So we, so we used to do an upside down chocolate cream pie. Do you remember this? So good. Yeah, Bar American. Bar American. Yeah. Where the crust was a thin layer on top. And then the chocolate pudding was in the bottom with the whipped cream. It was so good. I, I, I had it every time I was there. Here's one of my other favorite chocolate dishes. Chocolate and coconut bread pudding. Mmm. Okay. So good. Never had that. So good. I mean, basically, you make like a chocolate custard with stale bread. You let it steep. You put like, you know, a little coconut milk in there, some coconut flakes, etc. Bake it. It's amazing. In your notes over there, do you have um, the chocolate eggs? What's that? Jacques Torres used to make me chocolate eggs, ginormous chocolate eggs for Easter. No, no, no. He used to make you a life-size bunny. <laughs> and eggs. Dad, they were huge, and they oh, were, right. there, were, there was chocolate in them. I have to, right. So that was one of, how old were you? I swear, that made me believe in the, the Easter bunny, that is for sure. I took, so Jacques Torres, who's one of the great chocolatiers ever, and also pastry chefs, and the nicest, one of the nicest men. Um, he was, when I met Jacques, he was the pastry chef at Le Cirque. Mm. Okay, years ago, and then he went on his own. And he's like the Wooly Wonka of, of all the <laughs> And he had you, you were, I mean, you were so, what were you, four? No, I, maybe like six or seven. Okay. But he had you, he had me bring you to his Brooklyn location. I remember that. In Dumbo. And he made chocolate with you like he made stuff with you but there was he had he has like this chocolate fountain that's constantly running tempering the chocolate yeah and i remember you just sticking your finger in the under the faucet of the chocolate i was like sophie <laughs> come on that's not very sanitary but, but he he's like he, he is like he has like that magic to him like as a person like you feel like you he really is like a willy wonka in a sense yeah, for sure. I also like using chocolate in savory dishes. Like, I, I, I love making mole sauces. I think it's, you know, a great use of chocolate to finish a sauce, especially a spicy sauce that, that has all these chilies kind of running through it. It's one of those things that people think of mole as a chocolate sauce. It's not. Mm -hmm. It's a sauce that is sometimes finished with chocolate, especially if it's a, if, if it's a deep red, red or, or almost black mole. And um, it's really used there to, to, to sort of be a good counterbalance and a foil to all the, uh, the chili peppers that are running through the sauce. Mm -hmm. Just kind of gives it a nice coating. Yeah. When I was studying abroad in, in London, um, <clears throat> we went to the Cadbury factory. Oh, okay. It was so, it's because they, they've turned it into like a museum um, also. Like, so you can like walk through and see all the steps and whatnot. And it, I love Cadbury chocolate. I thought it was 
it was so cool to see the whole process. Well, also, you know, there's, there's this whole art form of what they, what they call um, chocolate work. Mm-hmm. And you see these chocolatiers like making like the most amazing things yeah. out of chocolate. They use it's it as crazy. like they use it as like paint or and or like right to create sculptures. Right. You know, it's like um, that's a, that's a business that I'm not in. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I can tell you that much. That's not that's not for me. Right. But um, but I just love how they they manipulate the chocolates. They and, and like you'll see like you know they'll make blue chocolates and red chocolates. You know they take white. They usually take white chocolate and put some kind of food coloring in yeah. it. But then, you know, everything is chocolate, but it has different colors and textures and shapes and sizes. It's amazing. For your restaurants, do you think it's important to always have something chocolate on the dessert menu? A million percent. Absolutely. I'm not a, I'm not a restaurateur, but I also feel that way. Well, right now we have that chocolate bundino, which is very yeah. rich and deep in, in chocolate flavor, yeah. for sure. I mean, it's... it's um, yeah, it's, it's it's imperative for sure. Yeah, I'm always looking for the the chocolate item on the menu. You are? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, people there is there, there are people that are just obsessed with chocolate, and I get it. Yeah, I know? used to make chocolate fondue a lot when I was little mm-hmm. with my with my friends. We used to make to chocolate put fruits fondue. in and mm-hmm. stuff like that, or like marshmallows. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Um, have you ever made your own hot fudge? No. It's like sweet and condensed milk and melted chocolate. Mm. So good. I'm sure you have. <laughs> I have. <laughs> You Maybe know, once or twice. I'm a Sunday expert. Yeah, exactly. I like a good ch- I like a good chocolate sauce. <laughs> Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at sandiego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. 
The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at the Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. I'm not just saying this. This is the best brownie I've ever had. Really? Yeah. You can thank Stephanie Banyas. It is. I love that it's the consistency is more fudge-like. Yeah. I mean, I think there's two kind of brownies in the world. A brownie that is cakey and a brownie that's fudgy. And I think, like, I'm just on the side of, of yours, which is that I yeah. want it to taste like very chocolatey, fudgy. Yeah, and I and I can taste it's it's like it's not overpowering, but I can taste the espresso, and I love that. Well, the espresso brings out the chocolate flavor, mm-hmm. and it gives it that little bit of bitterness that I that is really nice. It's a it's a good bitter. Exactly. Is red velvet chocolate? So red velvet is actually the original red velvet. And I'm, I'm going to get this wrong, so some, I'm sure I'll be corrected on the internet in five seconds. But from what I was told, red velvet happened by mistake. <laughs> really? Because wh- for what, whatever the situation was, they were doing something with cocoa powder and some vinegar. And the chemical reaction turned it this sort of deep red color. Oh. And that's, that's how it was born. So it's really... It's a cake that's based on cocoa in mm. some in some ways, you know. Mm. It's um, it's a, it's really a weird concept, yeah. Because you know it it, it has a, it doesn't really have a ton of flavor, mm-hmm. um, but it's a cool thing to look at. I know we ate red velvet cake yesterday. <laughs> I know <laughs> at the Ivy. But they had but their but their but their cream cheese filling was was pink. Yeah, I like the kind of contrast of like the bright white. Yeah, yeah, me too. Oh, you know what else I loved that I'm pretty sure was at Bar American was the chocolate, the German chocolate cake. Oh, yeah. That was sick. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, actually, um, it's actually German's chocolate cake. Oh. It's not a German chocolate cake. Oh, it's plural. It's German. No, it's, not, it's possessive. Um, it's German's chocolate. Interesting. Okay. <clears throat> it's a brand or, or a kind of chocolate. And, so, and basically, I think it's like... I think it's like chocolate and coconut and pecans is what a German chocolate cake is. Oh. Yeah. Well, it was so good. Where? At Bar American? Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. At first, we, um, <clears throat> we didn't have it on the menu, and then I did a throwdown with it. Oh, really? Like, yeah. We have to, like, get this cake going. Yeah. It's so good. I like a chocolate cake for my birthday. What does it look like? Chocolate? I don't know. But I, will, I like a la- like layered. With what? Like a three-layer cake. I like like crunchy chocolate in the middle. 
basically chocolate and chocolate. Wait, what is, when you're eating an ice cream cake and it's like chocolate crunch in the middle, what is that? I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Come on, you're the ice cream man. It's probably like fiatine or something like that. What is that? It's like a very thin, crispy, like, um, pastry. Oh, okay. That, that, you know, it's like, um, it's very crunchy. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I don't make ice cream cakes. <laughs> Not anymore. I make ice cream sundaes. <laughs> what about chocolate chip cookies? I mean, probably the, one of the best inventions of all time. Do you use my recipe? Yeah, your recipe is so good. But you have to let it rest one night. Mm-hmm. Do you do that? Yeah, unless I come and just steal some dough from you that you already have in the freezer. Nope. I've done that before. I know. But I, I think that chocolate chip cookies, like... What's um, the, what kind of chocolate is in those cookies again? I think it's semi-sweet, I believe. I have your, you have the book. I have your cookbook right here. Actually, one of my favorite chocolate chip cookies is Jacques Therese's cookie. Well, I'm sure. Because it has shards of, of chocolate running through it, which is so good. Big shards. Mm. Oh, yeah, you mentioned Jacques in this. It's semi-sweet and milk chocolate. What is the rest? Read the, read the paragraph. This paragraph? Yeah. This is my favorite chocolate chip cookie, well, other than Jacques Torres's, and I always have the dough in my fridge or freezer for me to take. Did you know that the longer the dough sits, the better the cookie is? If you are making these and planning on eating them right away, start at least one day, start at least one day and preferably up to three days in advance, and let the dough sit in the fridge so the flavors intensify. Yeah, they're good. They're really good. The brown sugar is also a well, see, very important. You, you asked me that the other day about you know, brown sugar versus, you know, white granulated sugar. Mm -hmm. It definitely has a much richer flavor to mm -hmm. it. Oh, this is so good. What? The chocolate hazelnut crema catalana. Oh, so crema catalana is Where, like... Was this at Gato? Yeah. So the crema catalana is a, um, it's a custard. It's like Spain's version of, you know, creme brulee. It's so good. It's so good. What kind of chocolate is in that one? Mm, bittersweet. Yeah, so it's a deep, it's a deep, richer chocolate. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, that's so good! I can't believe I forgot about that one. I always ordered that too. <laughs> oh, what about a <laughs> what about a chocolate martini? What about it? <laughs> Grandma's specialty. That was my that was my mother's move. She would go to the bar at Atlantic City at my restaurant and order chocolate martinis. Like one after the other. Chocolate syrup, Godiva dark chocolate liqueur, vodka, 360 double chocolate vodka. Oh, man. All right. There's a, there's <laughs> to a, each his own. There's a vodka for every situation, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Cheers to that. I think what I'm going to do is get you a, uh, for, for your birthday coming up, I'm going to get you a, a, a chocolate sink. <laughs> a chocolate fountain. Perfect. So you can just have the chocolate, like, just kind of rotating through yeah. all night long. I think that's a great idea. Always Hungry is created by Bobby Flay and Sophie Flay. Our executive producer is Christopher Hasiotis. Always Hungry is produced, edited, and mixed by Jonathan Haas Dressler. Always Hungry is engineered by Sophie Flay. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Mount Park. Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at sandiego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. <laughs> 